Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This podcast is brought to you by eHarmony, the dating app to find someone you can be yourself with. Why doesn't eHarmony allow copy and paste in first messages? Because you are unique and your conversations should reflect that. eHarmony wants you to find someone who will get you. How are you going to know who gets you if people send you the same generic conversation starters they message everyone else? Conversations that actually help you get to know each other. Imagine that. Get who gets you on eHarmony. Sign up today. Hey, this is Mark Striegel, and you are listening to Talking Metal. Thanks for joining us, guys. Before we get into the episode, I just want to let you know the next live show is this coming Tuesday the 7th of December 2010. Please tune in. we got a lot of great guests coming your way. It's going to be a fun, action-packed three-hour show starting at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 4 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on MarkStriegelRadio.com. It'll be on the A stream. So check us out for Talking Metal Live. This is Pete Evick from the Brett Michaels Band and Evick and also Reign of Kings, and you are listening to Talking Metal. This is Richard Christie from Charred Walls of the Damned, and you are listening to Talking Metal. All right. Hey, this is Chris from Lamb of God, and you're listening to Talking Metal. Hello, this is Tony Iommi, and you're listening to Talking Metal. Hi, this is Ozzy Osbourne, and you're listening to Talking Metal. <laughs> hey, this is Vince you're rocking with Talking Metal. Fucking it. What's up? This is Dave Navarro, and you're listening to Talking Metal. Hey, this is Devin Townsend from Strapping Young Lad, and you are listening to Talking Metal. Hi, this is Herman Z. German Rebel. You're listening to Talking Metal. Hey, this is Mike Portnoy from Dream Theater, and you're listening to Talking Metal. Hi, this is Amanda Somerville, and you are listening to Talking Metal. John Astronomy, the Talking Metal Podcast, coming to you from the Silver Spacecraft. I'm Bud Friendly, and now your hosts, Mark and John. Welcome to Talking Metal, a little old school Iron Maiden right there, Paul Diano, Steve Harris, and the boys. A little sample coming off the, the new intro there that um, Arun Vankatesh did for us here on Talking Metal. A little Priest into Maiden. I, th- I think he's got some other stuff mixed in there too. I can't remember what he told me. Very cool stuff. Thank you, Arun, for doing that great new Talking Metal intro. Let's get into some metal right now. Here's a little Dio. Stand up and shout. It's the same old song. You 
That was Dio, Stand Up and Shout. Make sure you go download that on iTunes. Support the artists we play here on Talking Metal. We got some great hard rock, commercial pop metal stuff coming your way today on Talking Metal. This is Poison. Look what the cat dragged in. episode we are playing behemoth and demu borgir this episode we are playing poison we love it all listen if you got a problem with it go listen to something else uh, if you got a problem with poison go listen to another podcast if you got a problem with demu borgir go listen to another podcast we do it all here i love all types of music i mean i when i was a kid you know back in the 80s in high school i was listening to poison i was you know getting Shit from my friends who listened to Metallica for listening to Poison. I was getting shit from my friends who listened to Poison for listening to Slayer, if you catch my drift. Uh, and then I was also listening to like Power Station, Prince. You know, I was listening to my dad and mom's Bob Dylan and the Beatles records. 
David Bowie. Um, loved it all, man. Uh, just There's only two types of music, as we've said before, good and bad. My good might not match up with your good, which is cool, man. And that's the great thing about podcasts. You don't have to listen to them all. Send us an email and tell us how much we suck at TalkingMetal at Yahoo.com. Love to hear from you guys. John Astronomy will be hopefully back on the next show. Again, we got the Silver Space ship uh, hovering right outside my uh, window here, coming to you from New Jersey. That's my dog in the background. You might be able to hear him dancing around on the wood floor. Had a great time last night in Morristown, New Jersey at the Brett Michaels show. A very enthusiastic crowd, hung out with the band beforehand, and just had a, a real good time all around. Pete Evick is going to come on the show in a bit. He is Brett Michaels' main man, the guitar player in his band. He does a lot more than just play guitar in Brett's band. He is, you know, scheduling stuff for Brett. He is mixing CDs, producing CDs for Brett, writing with Brett, obviously performing with Brett, and just an all-around great guy. He is also a part of a cool new CD which we're going to feature on the show today. And it's called Whole Lot of Love, an All-Star Salute to Fat Chicks. You guys might remember a few months back, maybe a couple months back, we had the one and only CeCe Banana on the podcast. And he was talking about this record because he actually has a track on the record too. He does a cover of the Kiss song, Spit. So uh, CeCe is friends with... Pete from Brett Michaels' band, Pete Evick, and got him involved in this all-star salute to Fat Chicks. And again, that is the official title of the record, Whole Lot of Love, an all-star salute to Fat Chicks. So, without any further ado, let's get into our interview, my interview, with Pete Evick, conducted backstage at the Brett Michaels show, and then we will hear a cover of Unskinny Bop, the Poison Song, from, of course, the Whole Lot of Love, an all-star salute to Fat Chicks. Check out the show notes today for all the links um, to Pete's stuff and all the links to the Whole Lot of Love, an all-star salute to Fat Chicks uh, stuff. So, without further ado, here is Mr. Pete Evick. Hey guys, we are backstage here at the Brett Michaels Show in Morristown, New Jersey with Pete Evick. Pete, how are you? I'm doing great, man. Thank you for having me on. Well, thanks for coming on the show. We want to talk a little bit about what you're up to right now with Brett. You have the custom-built record out. Now, you did more than just write on this record. You did mixing, producing. Um, can you talk about how this album came about? Uh, well, me and Brett constantly write together. Since we're on the road most of the year, we have a uh, you know a studio on the bus. So we're not like most people who go, all right, it's time to make a record, and we sit down and make a record. We, we at Brett's house, at my house, on the bus, where, wherever we at, we have the exact same studio built in all three different places, and we're always exchanging ideas. I'm a I'm a big tech head, so I like to use the internet and different things to make, you know, tech, I use technology to make records and do things a lot different than we don't go into a studio anymore and spend a million dollars to, to make a record. Brett is, you know, like Kid Rock and a lot of other people these days, we, we like to, it's more real organic. We make the record when we want. We're inspired to make it in the middle of the night or whatever. I'll fly to his house. You know, the day he had the brain hemorrhage, I was actually flying to his house to finish this new record. I was in the airport and they said, you know, they called me at 5 o'clock in the morning in Washington, D.C. and said, 
Brett uh, had had a brain hemorrhage, but we want you to come anyway. And I'm thinking to myself, I had to fly for five hours in the air. They, they, he was alive, but they weren't sure if he was going to live. And I had to fly for five hours wondering if my best friend was dead or not. That's, you don't want that day. You know what I mean? And uh, just up in the air where you're trapped, you can't escape, you can't do anything, and you're just wondering if when you land at your best friend's house, is he alive? And, uh, but my point is I was leaving that morning to, to put the finishing touches on this record. But um, the way Brett makes records, is, 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 and I make them with him, is uh, we throw ideas back and forth. Ultimately, he's the executive producer. Everything at the end is approved by him, but he gives me a lot of creative freedom. But I'm the, you know, I'm an engineer, so I, I you know, as far as mixing, producing, and co-writing, and and almost every aspect of the album, I have my hands in all of that, and we just bounce ideas off each other. And then once once the art is made, I do all the technical stuff and and throw it back his way, and he says yes or no, and then we move to the next song, and that's where we go. And some of the special guests that were involved in the record, like. Brad from Three Doors Down, Miley Cyrus. Do you just send the tra- the files out to them then, and they record their parts, and they come back to you, or do you actually physically meet up with them in the studio somewhere? You know, the every Rose track with Rascal Flatts and um, all those guys, Brad Arnold. I was not a part of that. That was done in Nashville with some other guys, but it was done there with them. The song with Miley, me and Brett had written the song. Well, Brett, that's that's Brett's baby. That. But, you know, he'd written all the lyrics to that, and we'd, we'd produced it. And then Miley and his, her mom heard the song and fell in love with the song. And so we flew to Los Angeles and had her recut vocals over top of what was a finished track already. And then we kind of recreated what was going on. So, yeah, we're there. We um, Brett, the one, one thing is Brett's very hands-on, and he trusts me. And it's either me or him, but yeah, we don't send tracks and, and have them sent back. Some of the backup vocals and some of the steel guitars we did like that, but as far as vocals or, or artists doing real guest spots, the um, he's he's hands-on, so me or him are always there when something like that happens. Cool. And where did you originally meet Brett and become friends with him? Oh, the story is long, I guess. Um, Brett's from Pennsylvania. I'm from Virginia. Uh, he's about 10 years older than us, but we would see him playing in the clubs as Paris before they were poison. And uh, we, we've known each other for a long, long time. And then when he went out on the road to do um, his first solo tour, he threw us a bone and let us be the opening act on a whole lot of the dates. And uh, the things with his, he'd hired some session players, right? And one of the players was a really good friend of mine, Steve Frangidakis anyway. Uh, and and Brett had kind of, um, it never felt like a band. Poison had always been a band. So all of a sudden he was a solo artist, but the, but the energy of hired guns who hadn't played together didn't create a chemistry that he wanted. You know, I think he wanted more of a uh, Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers or Bruce Springsteen and the E Street Band type of thing. Mm-hmm. And so we got along so well being his opening band. He just said, why don't you guys be my band? And then me and Steve Franzidakis talked about some of the deals. And Steve, Steve kind of helped me get you know i wanted to do it chuck my drummer wanted to do it and we put it in steve's head at the same time brett was kind of thinking the same thing steve knew that he wasn't going to be playing guitar anymore because he was going on to do something else so our buddy steve orchestrated it and got us together and we uh been to brett michael's band ever since but it works for brett because 
we are a band. Me and my drummer have been together 25 years. Bass player's been with us 10 years. It's, it's a unit. It's not just four guys that fly in to, to do a tour together and have no chemistry. And that, that's the magic of how this... Cool. And you'll be doing some shows with your band, Epic, then uh, in 2011? Absolutely. Um, I keep saying I'm going to take a break and go home, and but uh, as this tour is ending, the agents are starting to call, and I'm taking the gigs, so we'll be out. Cool. We'll watch for you, definitely. And let's talk a little bit about our our uh, fruity friend, Cece Banana. You recently did a track on the uh, Tribute to Fat Chicks uh, CD, Unskinny Bop, a kind of ironic choice, if you will. Um, how did you get involved with that? Um, who told you that? <laughs> I heard it from the fruit himself. Uh, I'm actually, to be honest with you, have been a big fan of CeCe's before he even knew who I was. Um, and uh, I met him in Jersey because I had a Star Wars shirt on. And uh, me and CeCe's share a lot of the same um, fanisms. We we like a lot. We, I would like to say we're kind of like brothers. And... Um, have a lot of the same interests and get along on, on a lot of different levels. And he'd done the Kiss My Ass record, which was Kiss My Onk. I'm sorry. But uh, which was genius. I'm a huge Kiss fan. In fact, I just got my Kiss tattoo today. And uh, I thought that was great. And I believe I'd said to him, if you ever do anything else and I can participate, please consider me. I would love to be involved in one of your projects. And um, so this came up, and they wanted to do Unskinny Bop, and it just made sense. You know, I, I, as, I've, as I've said in, in a couple other interviews, and I don't mean to rehash, but I would certainly believe that if anyone has earned the right to cover the Poison song, it's me. So, And I, I think we did it justice, and, uh, you know, it kind of hits home. It kind of keeps it at home for Brett, but it's still a tribute, you know, and, and uh, I think it just worked on every level. And, and uh, I, as far as I know, everyone involved in letting me do it has been happy and pleased. And, uh, you know, me and CC are just buds, and he gave me the opportunity to do something cool that I wouldn't have gotten to do, you know, without him. So, cool. is, is Brett aware of the Fat Chicks uh, tribute CD? He is. Cool. <laughs> well, let's talk a little bit about your involvement with Reign of Kings. And what are you actually doing with this project? Are you composing, producing? Uh, Reign of Kings is another interest. I like to get myself in, in unique situations, I guess. Um, Reign of Kings is actually it, – it's it's hard for me to explain, but it's a buddy of mine that is, has been working on this project for three or four years. He's recorded, re-recorded the record, had different players, different people uh, involved in this vision, and it's hard to explain the vision. I've known this guy since since high school, and he he would explain it to me three years ago, and I just didn't get it, right? Because it's multidimensional, I guess is the best word to explain. It's not just music; it's a story. My the best way I explain Reign of Kings is that it's um, the old heavy metal movie. You know, mm-hmm. um, Sammy Hagar did the soundtrack to Heavy Metal, and it's Trans Siberian Orchestra meets Heavy Metal meets Lord of the Rings meets. Um, Polar Express. As the project went on, I got to get involved, and I'm, I'm the, I'm the producer of the project musically, but it's more than just making a record. I've brought different musicians into the mix. We got um, Bill Leverty from Firehouse plays on it. We have the guys from House of Lords playing on it and stuff like that. And uh, as the music came together, and I started to see the art, and I started to see some of the graphics, I got what he's doing. It's a very unique thing. It's, it's, it's a, it's a new delivery of media and uh 
I, I'm behind it. I'm you know, I'm a big Star Wars fan, so I'm I'm a I'm a sci-fi fantasy type of guy, and that this is involved with that with incredibly talented songwriting, great vocals to this music, and uh, and a holiday spirit, and it's something that that is. I have two children of my own, and this is. <clears throat> The story is something that can be timeless and ageless and for children and also fans of, of you know, good rock and prog metal. Well, can, you can listen to the album because you're a metal fan. You can read the story because you're reading a story to your children. Or you can watch the entire thing together as a fantasy Lord of the Rings, Star Wars type of fan. It's this neat multidimensional thing, but my production is involved in making the music hit as hard as you can and making sure that it touches the uh, metal fans that that should like this kind of music. Very cool. We'll uh, put some links up to some of the stuff that I've seen, and it is definitely very cool. Anyways, those links will be up in today's uh, show notes. And Pete, uh, yeah, I know you got a show in just a few minutes here, so thank you so much for joining us. If we could get a Talking Metal ID from you saying your name and your band and you are listening to Talking Metal. This is Pete Evick from the Brett Michaels Band and Evick and also Reign of Kings, and you are listening to Talking Metal. Yeah. Well, I love it on your face. 
What's left? What the hell is going on? Skinny Bop, again, that's off the whole lot of love, and all-star salute to Fat Chicks for the all for all the big, beautiful women who make the rockin' world go round. Splitscreenentertainment.com. Good stuff. Go support that record. Buy it. Let them know the Talking Metal sent you. And there's a lot of great covers on here, a lot of great people involved. Phil Lewis of L.A. Guns, Jeff Labar of Cinderella, Ted Poley of Danger Danger. Of course, the one and only CeCe Banana and Steve Rochelle of Tough, J.J. French, Twisted Sister. The list goes on and on. I'm only naming a few of them here. Steve Brown of Trickster. And, of course, Pete Evick from the Brett Michaels Band and the band Evick. So, again, go support these guys. A big thanks to Pete for joining us on today's show. It was great talking with him. And and the show was just great. I was actually expecting that Brett Michaels was going to come out and do a lot of stuff off the new custom-built record. But that wasn't the case. He actually did two songs off that record, but mostly it was just crowd favorites, man. You know, we got them all. All the great Poison stuff that we love, plus a few real cool covers, you know, Sweet Home Alabama. And um, just... Very, very fun stuff. Okay, let's do another Brett right now. Driven. I like the way you move. Oh, it's just so sexy, baby. I like the way you grind. My heels just kind of wrecks me. Baby, tell you the truth. I love the, I like the way you feel When you're riding beside me, baby I like the way you grab My wheel just kind of got me Baby, I'll tell you the truth I really like your moves When she turns my radio on I know Take me on a highway out of here. Play guitar now. 
the way she... What you just heard was Driven, that's off the new custom-built record by Brett Michaels, featuring Pete Evick on guitar. A lot of uh, big name special guests on that record, as we mentioned in the interview. And again, I uh, uh, can't thank Pete enough for hooking us up with our backstage passes and everything uh, last night. It was a lot of fun hanging out on the side of the stage, watching the first part of the show, and then my wife and I actually ventured out to our seats, which were like second row balcony, to catch the rest of the show. And we had just a really fun time. If you would have told me that Brett Michaels would be more famous in 2010 than he was in 1988, you know, when Every Rose Had Its Thorn was at the top of the charts and Poison were touring for their second record. If you would have told me that he's going he's gonna to be even more famous in 2010, I would have never believed you. But he is. Uh, you know, my wife and I enjoyed those first two seasons of Rock of Love. We didn't see the third season, but we did see Brett on The Celebrity Apprentice, and we also... Uh, caught a couple episodes of his new show on VH1. So definitely support Brett Michaels. He always delivers a great showman and, you know, support Pete Evick and support the whole lot of love and all-star salute to Fat Chicks with that very cool cover of Unskinny Bop. I guess we're going to wrap up today's show. Again, thanks so much for joining us. And be sure to tune in to Talking Metal Live December 7th, probably the day after you're hearing this episode, on the MarkStriegelRadio.com website, Stream A, Talking Metal Live. A lot of great guests. We're going to have Eric from Overloaded checking in with us, as well as some other people to be announced. Still trying to confirm everything, but it's going to be a cool show, so stay tuned for that on MarkStriegelRadio.com. Stream A. And always check me out on that website. Uh, not only do we have two radio streams up there that sound great, we have the Mark Striegel podcast, which you can get, get through that website, markstriegelradio.com. I appreciate the support. Follow me on Twitter. I do two Twitter accounts. It's uh, twitter.com slash striegel. That's S-T-R-I-G-L. And also twitter.com slash talking metal. That's about it. Buy a Talking Metal t-shirt at TalkingMetal.com in the store section. Check out today's show notes for all the links and some photos and stuff. There's a picture of me and Pete up there. And again, appreciate your support. Talk to you soon, guys. Look around. You can find cars like these on AutoTrader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on Auto Trader. Just you wait. Auto Trader.